now she's lonely. It's not her fault. So she's, she's killed everybody. Welcome back to part two of our 4th of July podcast, except it's the 5th of July because we did not make it yesterday. No, I'm sure you'll probably hear as you're listening to it that we've got a little bit more buzz during our post-brunch episode than we anticipated. Yeah. Um, Some people can't hang. Actually, that was namely you who requested we postpone the day. I know. Yes. 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 Jen napped. I watched a movie and did you finish the whole movie? Yeah. Oh wow, I was, was out for that long. Yeah. Oh yeah, you were. Oh, it was Jurassic worth it. Park two. <laughs> um, so we're back today um, for our second round, and so uh, I think we alluded to the two hints that we had mm-hmm. for um, this double double feature. header. Um. So uh, what was the two hints again? I I can't remember. Cream was yesterday's. And pie is today. So Science together, fiction, double feature. So tonight we're drinking. Uh, it it's it's a key lime lemonade, adult key lime lemonade. Except we made it more uh, key limeade because um, that's ooh, mmm, that's good, refreshing. Oh yes, most certainly. Good for a summer day. You know what? This would be good if you froze it. Mm, I agree. But it made it into a popsicle. Ooh, yeah, that would be good. So what's in this? It's citron vodka, mm-hmm. um, key lime juice, simple syrup, and limeade. Well, nice. it's the true lime limeade packets in the water. Nice. So it's delicious. Yeah. Thanks. Mm. And it's time for our favorite segment. Surprise shots. All right, guys. I picked the shot out today. Oh, tequila. Yeah. Tequila. No, it's not tequila. That's not tequila? What is it? Ugh, oh, my God. Keep yep. guessing. Do you want another guess? No, because I thought that was tequila. That is definitely tequila. It's not tequila. You have got your alcohols mixed up. Do you want another guess? No. No. Because I know it's tequila. I'm just going to bring over the bottle for dramatic effect. Popcorn Sutton. Oh, my God. I know. Popcorn Sutton. Moonshine. Moonshine. I know. I saw it, and I was like, I have to get this. This is good. That guy's a legend. Do do you want to tell us a little bit about Popcorn Sutton, babe? Guys, right now, stop this podcast and go to YouTube and look up Popcorn Sutton. The actual documentary is called The Last Damn Run of Liquor I'd Ever Make. It's an hour and a half documentary on Popcorn Sutton. A legend. And moonshining. This podcast episode is dedicated to Popcorn Sutton. Once that mud sets up, I tell you what, it'll be harder than a Methodist minister's pecker. Now this is going to be the last damn steel furnace I ever built. I mean, this... I just done this on account of making this video so people could see how 
an old, how rough an old moonshiner's life was. This is the last damn run of liquor I'm gonna ever make. And I guess, I guess them revenue officers will be glad of that because they won't have to watch me no damn more. By the time you listen to this episode, we'll have the drinks on the website. But more importantly, if you're on Stitcher, if you're on Apple iTunes or iPod or whatever, what is it? I- iTunes. iTunes. Or you Google can, Play. Or Google Play. You could just go to the details if you want to make the drink with us. Oh, one thing. Tonight's challenge, funniest joke. Intro, next week, outro tonight. So Nicole knows how to cook really well. Thank you, baby. Yes, I um, concur. So I'm giving her the privilege tonight to read us a recipe. Will you read us a recipe, Nicole? Sure. Nanny's apple and prune pie. Ew, that sounds gross. Yeah. Approximate time, 45 minutes. Oven, 350 degree baking temperature. Ingredients, one cup of water, one cup of flour, one half a cup of butter, three eggs, a pinch of sugar, four apples sliced, one cup of dried prunes, a dash of granulated sugar, and five tablespoons of rat poison. Oh. (laughs) Bring to a boil water, butter, and sugar. At the boil, stir in the flour. Over low heat, continue to stir until able to form a doughy ball. In the dough, mix the egg mixture while beaten until the ball is smooth. Grease the 9-inch pie tin. Roll out the pastry, lining the bottom and sides of the pan with the pastry dough, clipping excess for the pie top. Add the apple slices and prunes in hearty layers. It is best to soak the prunes overnight in rat poison. Generic hardware store variety will do quite well. After spreading pears and prunes into a shell, pour the lethal juice of marinated prunes over the apples and prune contents. The juice adds extra flavor and conceals the taste of the rat poison. If sting of arsenic tartness remains, add an extra tablespoon of sugar for good measure. Cover the pie with leftover dough in a preheated oven for 45 minutes, checking occasionally. Top with granulated sugar while the top crust is fresh from the oven. All right. Well, two things come to mind from that. Hmm. The first thing that comes to mind is uh, the Lady Gaga telephone music video where she and Beyonce poison everybody in the diner. And also the song from Chicago where... um, the cell block tango when the mm. girls like some guys just can't hold their arsenic he had it coming he had it coming oh, yeah good song you know that one you know what you know what strikes me as weird about that recipe it says nannies no not nannies it's so pleasantly worded but no all right so obviously it's unhealthy because it has sugar in it Right. True. Sugar, butter. So, uh, yeah, you may want to replace the sugar with like honey or Splendor or something. But yeah, please make this at home and give so it to nanny, your husband. So nanny, huh? Nanny is making prunes with rat poison. So it sounds like this is an old lady's recipe. I think that they were at a like. Serving. All right. So tell me your thoughts. Your... You said. It sounds like a grandma's recipe. So grandma's just going around killing people with pies. Her husband. With cream pies. She's killing her husband with an apple and prune rat poison pie. Or husbands. Ooh. How many husbands? Six. Nine. Nicole. Nine husbands. Yes. She killed more than half a dozen of husbands. Could what? be. It okay. could be. She could be like Elizabeth Taylor. You never know. 
Well, Elizabeth Taylor didn't actually kill her husband. That's the designer. Yeah, but she still had a lot of husbands. Having that many husbands is possible. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth Taylor also went back to Richard Burton multiple times. So true. Okay, so uh, there's a great book that I read, Beautiful Ruins, and it's it kind of like parallels. Book nerd. It's really it's really good. It's on the bookshelf. Hmm. Book nerd. It's like this woman who's vacationing in Italy, and it's good. Book nerd. You'd like it. Book nerd. Leave me alone. No, I'm I... also reading an excellent book right now. It took 150 pages for me to get into it, but now it's really good. Let me know if you guys want to read something that, you know, high intellect people read. Maybe maybe if you guys like the idea, we can raffle off one of our books. Ooh. <clears throat> no one wants to read one. your book. The Truman <laughs> okay. one is, is up for grabs yeah. since John's never going to read that. For nope. the next person that comments, you will receive a 1,000-page <laughs> book. About Harriet Truman. Nope. Harry S. Truman. <laughs> Harry Not S. Truman. Harriet. No. <laughs> Harry. You're mixing Harriet Tubman and Harry S. Truman. If the next person that leaves a comment, I will personally. And that's the last damn run of liquor I'd ever run. I will. The next person that leaves a comment, I will personally send you a signed copy by myself. And us, or just you? Myself, and then them, and kind of lower script. Them. them. Women as other. Of the Harry Truman book. It's a thousand pages. I'll send that to you. Wow, you're so lucky, whoever that Wait, commenter is. I don't is. know. The fucking shipping is probably going to be a shit ton. That book is heavy as fuck. So let's rethink this prize. All right. Mm-hmm. Nicole, where do you think the story is going to take place? Georgia. France. Ooh. You are so off. Georgia is actually really close. Alabama. I can still give it to Nicole. I'm sorry. But I said Alabama. Yeah, but she kind of led you to that. I was, I was yeah. going to say Alabama, but then I went exotic because yesterday it was not necessarily all in America. What do you mean? So it's Alabama? The United all right, guys. We're going to Blue Mountain, Alabama. That actually, the moonshine was actually a really good choice, babe. Thank because you. in Alabama... In the Blue Mountain, Alabama, you know they cooking up some moonshine. 1905, November 4th, hmm. the giggling granny was born. Nanny Doss, or born Nancy Hazel. She was born in 1905? She was born in 1905, yes, that is correct. Regular child, born 1905, Alabama, slums, they grew up poor. Mm-hmm. This is 1905, so this is before the Depression, but still, it wasn't great before then either. Yeah, but there was no world war yet. Not yet. But during that time, right, mm-hmm. money was kind of scarce. Mm-hmm. And she actually grew up one of four. So there's a lot of mouths to feed. Yeah. Right. And the dad, her father, was kind of a strict disciplinarian, all Christian type. An authoritarian like parent. Authoritarian, yeah. So she's born. She's got three sisters, one brother. And she actually didn't even learn to read. Wait, you said she was one of four, but you just said she had three sisters and one brother. Yeah, she, so she had was one of five. Well, no, she she was one of three sisters and then one brother. My bad. Oh. One of four, yeah. Three, three. So he had three daughters and one son. Son, and then she was one of the daughters. She didn't really learn to read or to even do well in school because she was constantly pulled out because her dad needed help on the farm. So she like an Annie Oakley kind of girl. Yeah, she's this down Anything loud. Anything you can do, I yeah. can do better. Tomboy, she's I can do anything better than you. But she no, wasn't you like. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. 
She wasn't like really cool you like Annie Oakley. You have to do one more. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Oh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. John, cut any this. Any song you can sing, I can sing softer. John, cut I this. I can sing any song softer than you. John, please cut all this. All right, I'll stop it now. Okay, so anyway, so she wasn't as cool as Annie Oakley. She was like literally dirt poor, right? Their family was struggling to eat. They had relatives all over Alabama, right? Big family spread out, though. Age of seven, she is on a train, and the train suddenly stops like, and then she hits her head on the metal pole, like really hard, like, and then she, from then on for the rest of her life, she has head migraines, intense migraines, she blacks out randomly. She, she has. A concussion? Yeah, she she blames it on her severe depression. So she blames the headaches on her severe depression. No, she blames the the incident where she got injured on her severe depression. But how? That doesn't make any sense. If but the train so, stopped and she was depressed, so she hit her head. No, no, no. She you're no missing something. The the train stopped. She hits her head, and then her life there on after she was depressed. So she probably had some. She probably got a significant concussion from that, as you know, I could relate. Her father was such a disciplinarian. She wouldn't even let the daughters wear makeup. He wouldn't let her go. Them go out and meet guys. They couldn't go to social events. He was very strict Christian. He's like, you're gonna. And did they go to school? They went to school, but then they 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 were enrolled in school. They showed up half the time. The other half, they were on the farm. They were, they, yeah. they, they didn't get degrees anywhere. Like She didn't even learn how to read. She did actually learn on her own how to read, though. As she was growing up, her mom, which was a housemaker, loved, 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 loved romance novels. You know, the type, types you see in, when you go to Harris Teeter in the book section. Like the trashy ones? Like the Fifty Shades no, of Grey? No, no, no. That's... Like the Pregnant by the Dom? Knocked no. Knocked Up by the Dom? <laughs> Knocked Up by the Dom. No, if you go... All right, so go... If you go to Publix or Harris Teeter, you know, you've been to grocery stores. Yeah. That yeah. section, it's like the Danielle book section. Steel. Yeah, Danielle Steele. They always got Fabio on the cover. Yeah, but those are like raunchy novels, aren't they? Yeah, that's what she learned to read. That's how she learned to read. She huh. learned to read in those things. Okay, so she also learned about the birds and the bees at the same yeah. time. The birds and, and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the moon up above. And the thing called love. I think we're singing two different versions. No, you're saying the right one. I just make up my own words sometimes. Okay, so 1921. So she was born in 1905. So that makes her how old, Jen? What? She was born she, in 1905. No, she was born in 1905. Now it's 1921. So she is now... Seven, uh, 16. Oh, very good. So she actually gets married to a guy named Charles Briggs. <laughs> they actually meet... She started working in this... Like, so, excuse me, I'm <laughs> drunk. <laughs> she, was wor- she was working in this linen thread factory when she was 16. And then actually her manager like that was in charge of her... They kind of fell in love. He wasn't that much older. He was like 24. So That's anyway. like eight years. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of significant. My parents are eight years apart. Hmm. They dated for four months. Oh. And then her dad actually approved of the guy. And she, he kind of kind of pushed her into marrying him. Right. Because he was the type of guy that's like, you, need to, you ain't going to whore around. But if you find a guy, you're going to stay in the kitchen. Kind of that kind of guy. Okay. Now, keep in mind, Nanny... Doss, Granny Nanny Doss. Granny Nanny, Nanny Granny. She learned how to read from reading erotica sex novels. Oh, so we're fast. So she's now a granny. No, I mean, 
Nanny Doss. She's not a granny yet. She's 16. Oh. She learned how to read. Her name's Nancy. Remember? She went by Nancy. Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah, exactly. So she was in school, but she didn't learn how to read there. She learned how to read from reading these erotica novels. So if you read nothing but erotica novels, you got this perception of reality like, oh, I need to find my knight in shiny armor kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It depends on what the content of those novels were back then. I you know, like how... I'm sure that they were pretty romant- romanticized. Like, Yeah. They can't have been that graphic, knowing the time. Were they written by women back then? I don't think so. Well, maybe. So, for four years, she's had this vision. You know, I here's the thing. No matter what I say in this podcast... She just wanted to find love. I'm sympathizing for her. With she her. just wanted to find love, and she could never find the right guy. So she d- didn't find she's that 16. with her. She's with her. She's married for now. The first guy. Oh yeah, she's 16. She's been reading all these novels, and, but she's married now. Where she's made married for four years. Yeah, but she thinks that this guy is going to be riding a horse with a shirt off with like Ooh, an eight her pack. Husband or somebody else. No, the guy. I mean, she's reading all these novels. So she thinks she's got this picture in her mind that it's going to be, he's going to take her away and they're going to live in bliss. And in fact, they don't. He's a raging alcoholic and a womanizer. He cheats on her like crazy and then beats the shit out of her. Oh, dear. So that that doesn't really vibe with what she's been reading, you know? Right. So. True. Um, yeah. So it, I, I kind of sympathize with this lady, you know? The thing about this guy, her new husband, is he loved his mother a lot. Mm. In fact, the mother moved in with him. Oh, dear. Which always well, sucks. Did like, she need assistance? Like, she or did assist- she just move in? No, she didn't need... She just wanted to move in. All right, so the unwed mother, his mother moves in with him. And she automatically controls everything. Now, she's 16. They lived together for four years. Right? Now she's 20. Yeah, exactly. The whole time she's severely depressed. Her husband's alcoholic, beating the shit out of her. Cheating on her. Cheating on her like crazy. The mother is living in the house. She's like, what in the hell? This life is not like it was in these Danielle Steele novels. This is nothing Mm -hmm. like Danielle Steele, you know? In a four-year period, they were together four years. They have four children. Oh, God. That poor woman. Four. So she's pushing out one of them babies at least every, like, nine months, right? So I just mean like let me clarify that statement. It's awful to have like like ter- terrible twos when you have multiple under like two under two. That's like a parenting nightmare. I think it's nice that she's having kids, but it's also unfortunate that they're not spaced out either. Like you know, give it a break. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's a lot of kids. No, there. I mean, four kids in four years is a lot. That's. And also, like, does that keep and, going forever and ever and, and ever? not only that, That's Jim, like but this the is... They were in Slumtown, Slumtown, Alabama. Blue Mountain, Alabama. They're poor as shit. That's a lot of mouths to feed. Yeah. Four? Why don't we try to cut that in half? Let's only feed two mouths. Oh, my God. Did she kill her kids? Oh, yeah. So her husband goes to work. Kisses the kid. There's four of them. <gasps> no! Kisses the two daughters on the cheek. Mm. Have a good day. Have a good day, Danny. I love you. Uh, I'll see you later. When he comes back, two kids were dead. Oh, my God, no. But they died of food poisoning. But still. Or rat poisoning. 
It was food poisoning. The the coroner but they labeled were fine it food poisoning. When, they were fine when he left. Yeah, but it people die of food poisoning all the time. <sighs> well, we Do you know where this is headed? <laughs> Do they though? I mean, you're normally just like bent over a toilet when you have yeah. food poisoning. You don't die from food poisoning. Well, that's what the coroner said it was. That doesn't mean that's what it actually yeah. happened. Well, back then they didn't have like the proper treatment either. Well, you, well, hydrate. I don't know. It like you don't kill your kids. Like that's not okay. It's like we already know where I stand on this issue. Yeah. But like, no, I don't think you're gonna find anyone that's at the opposite end of that issue, Jen. Don't worry. The whole family's in shock. Oh my fucking god! Right? I don't These like kids, the they died too unnaturally, too fast. They got their lives taken away from them. Okay, but it doesn't. The grieving only lasts. Just a little while, because eventually, they get rich. They hit the lottery. They life took insurance out policies. She took out life insurance policies on the two kids. Oh my And gosh. then killed them. Oh my god. Okay, so remember, this is she a, should kill her husband. So for no, so the husband was actually the only, or was the smart husband. He was. Was he an accomplice? No, he wasn't an accomplice. He actually came back and immediately suspected foul play right immediately suspected foul play and he soon after took the eldest daughter and ran soon after these two yeah the eldest daughter was named melvina so he took her came back took her you poisoned them you know i know you did it they can't prove it but i know you did it i'm out right so that's what happened hmm. Oh, so she gets a, yeah. So she gets the life insurance. Nineteen twenty-seven. Just a few years later, the husband shows up with another woman because remember he leaves, right? Right. And they're, but still, they're married. still married. Yeah. But yeah, he shows back up and he, well, so he takes the daughter the first time and then he shows back up with another woman and then makes her get a divorce. He and he's quoted as saying, "I would never ever eat." any of the food that she prepared for me ever like before that happened or after after that happened yeah hmm. because it wasn't immediate that you know it was like a few months after so she gets the life insurance and she moves to alabama aniston alabama in 1927 they get a divorce but she actually takes the older other daughter back so remember the husband had the, the daughter yeah, yeah so she takes her back did she have the son this whole time too no the sons were dead I thought you said there was four. She killed two daughters. She killed two daughters. Well, they had they had four daughters, I believe, and she killed two of them. And then, and then still one left. Yeah, Melvina, which the ex husband took. There's still one left. Yeah, exactly. She had him. Okay. Her. Yeah, her. Excuse me. Whoever. Her. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's yeah. interesting that she would keep one alive. Yeah. Well, they didn't know. Like, Maybe I mean, he they was suspicious. They were suspicious. suspicious if all four of them died. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it's more likely, like, for younger kids to get sick. So it would make sense for her to kill the two youngest ones. Actually, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But I think that makes sense. So the mother, remember, is still living with him. Mm-hmm. Oh. The mother is still oh, living with him. She there. didn't go with the husband? She didn't go with the husband. The mother's still there. This is in the... That's strange. Yeah, but it was kind of like... The mother's still there. The mother ends up dying, right? Hmm. From, uh, also food poisoning? Yeah, also food poisoning. Mm, that's not so the husband, the ex-husband comes back. The husband comes back um. and demands a divorce, right? So she, so now she's three deep, 
she killed the two kids mm-hmm. and she killed her, her husband her ex-husband's so her mother-in-law 1929 she's in those romance novels i guess back in the time the romance novels had like a column section where you can write into like an ask alice or something yeah but like where you can actually meet people kind of like a personal section like the pina colada song yeah so she was writing into the section called lonely hearts and she would write in all the time she was like one of the most active members so she met a guy from there her his name was robert harrelson right he was from alabama just 24 year old factory worker and um he was infatuated with this girl. Now, she was still a little younger. Remember, she's like 22 at this time. And he would send her all this romantic Alabama poetry. You look so good kind of stuff. She sent some... Give us some Alabama yeah, poetry, baby. So, at this time, they end up getting married. Husband number two. Now, remember, Nanny has the two daughters now. Remember, she, she oh, took she the took daughters back. back. Yeah, Malvina back. She took Malvina back. So, now, the new husband moves in with her and the two daughters his name is frank harrelson this marriage actually lasted a long time he was all right so in the first few months after they were married he forgot to mention that he was a raging alcoholic and he had several assault charges oh against him just a minor detail yeah so but actually what's that it's casual yeah so despite all that they actually were happily married for 16 years right oh wow this 16 years later, we take a 16-year gap. Now, it's probably not the happiest marriage. They were probably beating the shit out of each other. She, They were both unfaithful. Because remember, her first husband was very unfaithful. Now, right. she's just said, fuck it. She's unfaithful. She's unfaithful. So she would he... leave for days on end, you know, and then come back. So How many kids did they have? They didn't have any kids together. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But at around this time, Melvina, the eldest daughter from the other marriage, does. She has two kids. With kinda... Frank. No. Uh-huh. With her Frank. stepdad. What? That's where Jen's going with this. She had kids with her stepdad. No. He seems like a sketchy character. No, I don't know. What? No. All right, too far. It's like oh, some... Real some... back in. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He, <laughs> sound, he sounded like a pretty bad guy, so I don't know. Okay, no. So it's some army guy he met, or she met. She met some army guy... Nanny, nanny didn't approve, right? Her mom didn't approve. Like, this guy or whatever. They end up having two kids together. Before okay. marriage. The first kid was Robert Haynes. Robert Lee Haynes, right? The first son. Mm. They had a second son. And she asked her mother to come. Can you please come help me deliver this baby or whatever? You know, come to the hospital with me and help me deliver it, right? So... So this is a 1930... Remember, a 16-year gap, 1943. So she's in the hospital, just gave birth. She's all groggy on all the stuff. Like, what do they give pregnant women? She's, like, out of it. An epidural? I mean, she's, like, was on morphine and stuff like that, I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's the 40s. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think they give women in labor morphine. Well, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV. She thought... I don't know. Maybe it's the morphine. Epidura. Probably Epidura. So she just delivered this baby. Maybe it was the morphine. Maybe she's just exhausted from the natural miracle of childbirth. Yes. Maybe. Maybe it was natural miracle of childbirth. Maybe she just had a long night, didn't sleep. Maybe just uh, morphine or whatever. But after she delivered the baby, Melvina, 
she thought, and you know how you see things sometimes that aren't really there? Mm-hmm. She could have swore she saw her mother stick a hat pin into the baby's head and kill him. She could have swore she saw that. Anyway, the baby died, but the doctors couldn't explain how. Uh-oh, Jen? What? <laughs> Well, what did the doctors say? They actually... Yeah, wouldn't he have a hole in his head? No, it was... All right, so back... All right, so I found this article. A hat pin like the pins they wore on their pillbox hats? So this article talks about how hat pins have become illegalized because women were using them to kill their husbands. I don't understand what a hat pin is. It's a pin you stuck in the hat. Yeah, you you stick a pin in your hat. It's like they wear like the pillbox hats. Or before the pillbox hats, they had the other hats, but they put a little brooch on it. You need to Google image this for me. This is it. No, image. 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 Okay, so anyway, um, it says... If women care to wear uh, if women care to wear carrots and roosters on their heads, that is a matter for their own concern. But when it comes to wearing swords, they must be stopped. A young New York streetcar passenger fell a sharp hang behind his ear, an accidental prick from a stranger's hat pin, and within a week fell into a coma and died. So women back there were using these hat pins to kill people. A 19-year-old girl in Scranton playfully thrust her hat pin at a boyfriend and fatally pierced his heart. So these things were not to be messed with. I mean, maybe we should start carrying them again, considering, like, how dangerous it is for a woman out. (laughs) Okay, anyway, it says in this article that women cannot have hat pins that are over nine inches long. That's because they're considered... Yeah, they're they're not, like, a plaything. Oh, I thought that they were small. No, they're, like... They're like, they're they are large accessories. Well, you stick it in your hat. Yes, to like put a pheasant. Not in not there. like in your head like this way. You put it like sideways. In, in, but to hold some. Yeah, like a brooch or something. A pheasant. Hmm. Fucking crazy. That's why we are not to be fucked with. But like, you can't even mm-hmm. see it. Like they couldn't even see the hole in the baby's head because she like just stuck it right in his brain. Oh. Now a- she has another. Kid, right? Melvina, Robert yeah. Lee Haynes. Yeah. All right, so it took... So after that Why incident... Why would she kill her own grandchild? Because but, she's a monster. Whatever. But okay. she didn't... I mean... Like, they should have made the she Eileen Warner's documentary she would, about her. Yeah. So anyway, um, in 1945, Melvina goes to visit her dad, her real dad. And the other son like three-year-old at the time, Robert mm-hmm. Haynes. She's like, hey, can you watch my son while I go to dad's house? Mm-hmm. And this is for the weekend, a long weekend. All right, the kid lasted three days with old, old grandma. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was dead. He was 10? No, he was like... Dead. He was dead. Yeah, he was like three or How four. Old? Oh, God. So what... <sighs> oh, but not only that, he she pulls out a $500 life insurance on the son... Right, and then he lasts three days at her house, and then she puts rat poison in his cereal and kills him. So that's right, baby. I just bought this truck straight cash. Then I got enough cigarettes to last me and my family for the rest of our lives. I'm rich, bitch. She's rich now. <laughs> <laughs> this story's like really confusing me. So she's now killed four people, five people. 
All right, let's go back through them. The, um, the two, two daughters. Children. Two da- oh, two children. The mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. The first grandbaby. First grandbaby. And the second grandbaby. Second grandbaby. Five people. So she's five and zero right now. She's doing good. And she's got life and policy. She's got life insurance policies. Three out of five. Three out of the five. Uh, yeah, not the mother. And not the. She probably just hated the mother-in-law. Yeah. So, so all right. Can go. Bye. Peace. After that incident, obviously, Melvina had nothing to. She wanted nothing to do with her mother for nine years, right? Well, how come they're not turning her in? Like, it's if it's so. But they obvious. can't. They couldn't. I mean, because the doctor said it was just natural causes. Babies die in hospitals. They just do that. Yeah, but like then when you look at the big picture of all the people dying around this woman, shame on them. She got a five hundred dollar life insurance policy. On the baby. She's married to Frank Harrelson at this time. They're right? still married. They're still married. After 16 years. Is he not really not suspicious? No, not yet. No. Not yet. I mean, he's not a really intelligent guy. Just mm. put it out there. He's an alcoholic. Um, in fact, these are September 2nd, 1945. He's dead. Japan surrenders oh. to the United States. No. 1945, Japan surrenders. He's in the bar celebrating. Jen, that's true. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was. I thought you said that's 19, when Pearl Harbor happened. Yeah, no. Sorry, I'm going that in That was like December 1945. December 7th, 1941. Yeah, but they surrendered in September. September of 1945. They that's what I just said. Yes, right. Yeah. I got, sorry, I right, heard 40s so anyway. in Japan, and that's about it. Okay, so he's in the bar getting shit-faced and celebrating celebrating america america America. all damn japanese they don't know america america oh shit america sweet america god shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with My version of Ray Charles's. I'm sorry. All right, song so and with that, 19, that ni- was a waste of 1945. I'm sorry. 1945. He's in the bar. Japan surrenders. America. Fuck yeah. That was like some Swedish like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Accent. yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm, <laughs> Austrian. <laughs> America. Foggy, yes. <laughs> All right, John. Okay, so they surrender, and he's in getting shit hammered, faced in the bar, probably slopping spit with all the horse. Ew. He comes home all drunk, barely even could stumble in his own house. He sees old nanny there, and says, "Hey," he says, "I want to have sex. You will intercourse." At least he's kind of asking for consent. I have a feeling that's not what he said. But then she says no. And then he's like, you better. You, you better. I can talk like that because I'm from the country. 
Carry on. So she says, fuck no. And he's like, America! Fuck yeah! And she's like, fuck no! <laughs> Jen, say something, please. I'm just taking this all in. So he rapes her. Oh, he no. puts it in. He rapes the hell out of her. His own wife. You know, I think that marital rape is more of a problem than is getting attention. Mm-hmm. I don't Probably understand. Right. How would you rape your own wife? It's, because you it's still, rape if it's not just, Yeah, just because you're married doesn't mean that every time you have sex it's consensual. It should be, but that doesn't mean it is. He rapes her. Yes. And she feels violated. And in the morning she's tending her rose garden trying to get the thought out of her mind and she noticed something on the lawn i guess he dropped it it's this corn whiskey jug he always takes it with him he doesn't he likes to pregame he can't really afford to drink at bars so he likes pregame when he gets there well i mean when drinks are like eight and ten dollars a pop now like i don't blame him yeah and what's that back then like that must have been a drink must have been like three dollars a pop maybe yeah. like 50 cents in the 40s so remember, this marriage has lasted 16 years. You didn't see it coming. But getting raped was the last straw for old Nanny Doss. Mm-hmm. She put some rat poison in that old moonshine, oh, that old corn whiskey jar. Mm-hmm. That corn whiskey jar has got that rat poison in there, and he drinks it. And then she watches him all day as he's convulsing, and then he dies. It's like an all-day thing. She's just watching him. Six. Six. She had enough life insurance money mm-hmm. to go down to old Jacksonville, oh. Alabama. Oh. <laughs> Not Florida? Jacksonville, Alabama, buy 10 acres and build a small little house on there. So she's starting over. She's starting anew. Nanny Doss is ready to tackle the world. She's six deep, right? Mm-hmm. But And she's 40-ish? Yeah, she's about 46, I think. All right, so 1947. That's the marriage song. She gets no, married that's again. The death that's march. the death march. Oh, that's the death march. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Wow. Nanny gets... I don't think I'm going to get that in my wedding. No, I think that's She's traveling in Lexington, North Carolina. Which I thought it was South Carolina. I was really upset when it was North Carolina. Anyway, she met this guy named Arlie Lanning. Okay. Arlie. Within three days, they're married. So they probably just three banged days. it out. Yeah. So <laughs> That's like married at first sight shit. Exactly. Wow. Okay. How does one apply for that show? Mm-hmm. What show? Jean, you don't want to be on that show. No, I don't. Although arranged marriages tend to work out. Yeah, they do. Regular ones. Okay, so she marries this guy, right? Three and days. Three days later, and she's going from guy to guy. She's had, she can't see her in days. She's having affairs. She she's done with these novels, man. She reads these novels, but and she's, she's like, married, and she's having an affair. Exactly, because all these guys screwed her over. It's not her fault. Okay, the novels weren't like this. Danielle still did not tell her that these guys are going to be raging alcoholics and womanizers. So now she's on the third Maybe husband. You vet your husbands before, like, yeah, you marry a little them. bit more than three days is probably a good idea. Well, plus she's killed six people, so she's just taking what she can get right now, right? Okay, so she was. They were both cheating on cheating on each other. So that marriage literally only lasted one year. Okay, 
The husband well, that's dies. Longer than Kanye. Uh, that's longer than Kim and Chris. Whatever middle. No. Chris. Chris. Um, um, Chris Humphreys. Okay, within one year, this husband dies of air quotes. Heart failure. Mm, sure. Right? So, and remember, they're in North Carolina. She, she moves down there with him. Mm-hmm. The entire town shows up at the funeral mm-hmm. to support her. She's crying. Oh, my God. How does this happen? They don't know that she's literally killed six, killed other, people. six other people. The entire town shows up to support her. Another thing about this girl is she hated mother-in-laws. So his mother-in-law moved in, elderly mother-in-law. Right, she, she was, she didn't want to go to a nursing home, so she moved in with her son and his new wife of one year, literally a year. And so now he dies of heart failure, so now we're at seven. Mm-hmm. Then soon after, the mother dies mm-hmm. of mysterious causes, eight. so now we're at eight. <laughs> we should take a shot every time she kills somebody. Nope, nope. we would die. <laughs> Maybe on a day drinking episode. And she's got the life insurance money. So she's, or basically she's moving from state to state, collecting life insurance money from these guys. She's not a bad person, though. Um, she reads Danielle Steele. No, she reads Danielle Steele would Just not. Just because you kill someone doesn't make you a bad person. Exactly. I, I, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to So she... <laughs> She leaves North Carolina and moves in with her sister, Dovey. That's her name is Dovey. Nanny and Dovey? Dovey. That's unfortunate. She moves in with her sister, Dovey, right? But within the year, Dovey mysteriously dies. Oh, my God. She kills her own sister. You know, there are times where Jew and I don't get along, but I don't think I could ever kill her. Probably not. Even though she drives me crazy sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's it's a whole other thing. It's a whole other level. Yeah. So don't worry, Drew. You're safe. For now. Okay, so now she's lonely. It's not her fault. So she's, she's killed everybody. Well, she's these lonely. guys... No, it's not her fault. She was looking for love. Well, what does have love have to do with killing her sister? Guys, love. No. L-O-V-E. That... It's the only thing that matters. Love, 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 love. Only love. I forgot the word. She's single. Yeah, but she's single. I feel so bad for her. She's single, and she she just wants. Like you don't need to go kill people because you don't have a, a significant other. All right, so 1950, she gets married again because she joins the Diamond Circle Club. It's kind of a, you know, trailer park exclusive club, I would imagine. Oh, trailer park exclusive club. Well, I mean, she's not rich or anything. I mean, how's she going? It reminds me of what was the thing from um, the Barbie episode, the diamond Diamond. Oh, the... Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But she joins this club and she meets the love of her life. Oh, oh. Her, the third love of her life. No, the no, fourth. fourth. Richard L. Morton. Oh, yeah, you're not going to die. A guy with the name Morton, like, you're pretty much dead, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, for real. All right, so she has lived in Alabama. Yeah. Then she moves to North Carolina. Yeah. And now she's going to Kansas another to Kansas. follow another guy. Morton, right? Mm. So they actually get married, and it's it's funny because how my long own. was it after they were together this time? 
Um, not very long. Six days. Yeah. And also, his mother, Louisa, lived with him. Uh, the mother and the the mother in laws, man. Like, ugh, what is she attracting these guys? I don't get it. Like every guy she's been with has had a mother in law. Well, I actually that has moved interesting in. Interesting, you him. say that. I do think there's something to it in the type of men that you attract, and that you can certainly attract the same type of person over and over again. If you were. all right, so she's got fucked over by all those guys. It's not her fault. But now her mother in law, another mother in law is coming. All right, so she's killed two before. Let's just make it a third. Three months, 1950. They get married. Oh, I love you. I love you. Wow. Nanny, I love, love you with all my heart. Dear, dear Nanny, I love you with all my heart. Signed, Richard L. Morton. Three months later, he's dead, poisoned. Are we at nine? That's seven. And then soon after, Baroom, Louisa, his mother-in-law, his elderly mother-in-law, that was bedridden, they couldn't even do anything. He's, she's like, man, fuck this. I'm sick of these people in my house. Mm, go ahead and die. Okay, so guys, now she's lonely. Oh my God, this woman. She I goes into so cycle. Well. She's lonely. She's, she's so married. Lonely. She's tired. Oh. Wait, how many How many people are, has she killed now? What are we up to? You aren't supposed to be keeping count. I thought it was nine. Mm-mm. I don't know. You I guys think that's are seven, to... eight. You guys are supposed to be keeping count. All right. All right. So anyway, nineteen fifty-three. A couple years later, she's on that Lonely Hearts forum. Dear Lonely Hearts, she's been. She went two years without the soft touch of a man. Hopefully not the soft touch. Hopefully it was the hard. The touch. rough touch of a man. Then she meets a nice guy. Oh, an actual nice guy. No, probably not. Or does he cheat on her all the time and beat her and rape her? No, actually, he's a Christian guy. So she meets this guy, Samuel, in Tulsa, Oklahoma in 1953. He's a clean-cut, church-going guy. And he immediately, he likes the girl, right? I mean, she's a cool girl, but he... she's not a girl A woman, she's like 60. He disapproves of her romantic novels, right? Her Danielle Smiths. What is it? Danielle Smith's? Or Danielle Steele's. You don't read that garbage. She took offense to that. She's like, oh, hell no. You ain't taking away my books. Three months later, old Samuel is in the hospital with severe digestive tract infection. Oh, I wonder what that could be. It's from Nanny's pie. Her prune pie. She wrote down her recipe? Yeah, that's her recipe. Why would she write it down? She would get caught. She's an idiot. All right, so the autopsies, well, that's not what caught her. The autopsies revealed that he, after death, had a huge amount of arsenic. So, hey, you want to talk bad about my romance novels? Then screw you, man. You can just eat this rat poison. It's like arsenic and old ladies. You're not taking me. You're not taking my Danielle Stills away from me. Oh, some guys just can't hold their arsenic. The doctors were hugely suspicious. And not only that, she, all right, so she's, how many are we up to now? Ten? Mm-hmm. At least ten. So she took out two life insurance policies on this guy. Boom, boom, two. And then she was arrested because she's an idiot. But she's like 60 now anyway. So. But she, she wait, why does she get arrested though? How does she because get they, 
they found rat po- like literal rat poison. Like her recipe that you read earlier, yeah, she like doubled the rat poison. This guy was oh. literally melting alive in the hospital. So she was not as discreet in her levels as she was before. Exactly. In 1950, or 1955, May 17th, she pleads guilty. I mean, they're like, oh, my God, did you kill this guy? And she's like, you don't even know. I killed 11 people, right? She actually goes to court, and she's in the courtroom laughing the whole time. That's why she gets her name. Giggling Granny. The Giggling Granny. Oh. She was sentenced to life in prison, but a few months later, she died of leukemia. Maybe it's karma. Rat poison. Uh, maybe, maybe it's karma. <laughs> when did she die? 1965? 1965. 1965. 1965? She died. So she was 50. Yeah, she was 50. Or, yeah, she was 50. 45. 50. 50. Hmm. She was young. Yeah. She kept it going for a long time. I mean, like, no one was, seriously, no one was catching on. It sounds like all of her family knew, though. Well, so her daughter, Melvina, she, I mean, she killed her daughter, but it only took her nine years to kind of like forgive her and join back in the family. It's like if- Why forgive her, Well, I mean, think about it. If if you're, all right, so think about if your family member killed somebody, would, I mean, would you stay mad at them forever? Yes, I would. I would would never fucking talk to them again. I would, I'm, yeah, I mean, I would too. She killed her own child, her daughter's two of her child, and her three, and then and then well, her yeah, daughter's two of her like, child, oh yeah, yeah I, nine years is okay. I'll forgive you. Fuck that shit. No. The first husband was smart, and he actually went and he divorced her. Not only divorced her, but he told the media after she got caught that I wouldn't. I made sure, especially his quote was, especially when she's pissed off. I wouldn't eat her food because but when she gets exactly pissed off. That's exactly my point. Is like I feel like so many people knew how or is she was she not caught? Well, for she so kept long. moving around. Well, she moved around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's been like, to North Carolina, Alabama. Her, her family knew Kansas. she did that. Her family knew her ex husband, her first husband knew she killed her, her own children. Her There's daughter no proof. knew that she killed her. Own There's no proof. But she, they knew, and when you look at all of those things pieced together. Yeah, what are you going to do? Turn her in? There's no proof. I would. Okay, thanks again, guys, for listening to our part two of our 4th of July special on the 5th of July. Hooray! Um, if, <laughs> if you want recipes to tonight's drink or any drink that we've uh, done, make sure you click the description um, in iTunes when you look at the episode. That way you can see what we're drinking. And, and most of the time it's pretty good, I'd say, except for that tomato drink. Yeah, this is really good, one. yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, remember to click the description, like us on Facebook, Twitter, um, and subscribe. Thanks, people. Thanks, guys. Sleeps tonight. Oh, we. Loop that motherfucker.
Babe.